This is Conversations with Paycheck and Red, a weekly podcast with two good old boys talking about anything and everything that crosses their mind. You may not know what you're going to get with an episode of Paycheck and Red, but you sure know you don't want to miss it. So do what you got to do. Download the app, find the episodes online, and make sure that you don't miss one second of Conversations with Paycheck and Red. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Not much, not much. I think we're about to do our first ever conversations with Paycheck and Red podcast. Paycheck. First one ever. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I, myself, am Wayne, and you're listening to Johnny Paycheck. On the other end over there? The one and only? The, the one, one and only. The, is it the or the? I think it's the. The one of only? The one and only. The one and only, yeah. I dig it. I dig it, yep. Um, well, I mean, Johnny's been my BFF for probably, what is it, Johnny, three, four years now? Yeah, we've been friends for about three or four years. Yep. So, um, I guess that would leave me as Red, and um, I, I don't know, let's see, I uh, i like podcasting, what do you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I first found out about podcasts from Wayne. Apparently he likes to he likes to listen to them, and I like to talk. So a few years ago we started talking about doing a podcast because um, there's a lot of shit out there that needs to be talked about, and you know we feel that a lot of it is not being talked about. So this podcast is really about um, you know two guys coming together and just talking about shit. Um, we hope that everybody you know can participate and chime in. Find us on uh, social media. Let us know what y'all want to talk about. Um, first, uh, I don't know how many people listen to podcasts. I don't listen to that many of them. But I know that it's difficult to run through a good 35, 45 minutes and and come uh, content, you know, that keeps everybody, you know, right. wanting to come back. So we appreciate y'all listening. And shout out to all the ones that are already doing it and that are good at it. Uh, hopefully we'll get there. So we just ask y'all to bear with us as we get through these uh, this first stage, trying to figure all this stuff out. We're going to have to get better equipment. So it's going to get a lot better. So just stay tuned. Um, everything's going to get good. Anybody that knows Red and myself knows that this is going to be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, you have to bear with us a little bit. I mean, this is... This is the first one. It's a little rough around the edges for sure. Um, it's, I just, I mean, podcasts are, they're an alternative to, to radio, limited commercials, the whole nine yards. When I listen to pod, podcasts on Apple, 
they have um, like five or ten second commercials, so they don't last as long as a radio commercial does. That's kind of why I like it. Plus, you can't really find certain topics to talk about or to listen to on the radio. You know, talk radio is all politics and all that other bullshit. But um, well, how how would somebody find a podcast if no if if there are people out there like me? I got I got kids. I got daughters. So we watch a lot of YouTube and shit. Right. So I watch a lot of the the videos, you know what I mean? But uh, so how, how how would somebody like my, myself how would they find a podcast? How would they find this podcast? Dude, there's so many different ways to listen to a podcast now. I mean, I think it I don't know exactly where the origin of podcasts come from, but I know Apple Podcasts it's very popular. Google Play is pretty popular on the podcast front. Then you've got other uh, host sites like Stitcher and Podbean and a couple other ones that, that host podcasts as well. Um, now, so explain, explain the process. You just heard about podcasts. You want to find podcasts. The process of what? Finding a, finding a damn podcast. Okay, so somebody says, hey, have you heard of a podcast? And I say, no. And they say, okay, check it out. Okay, so I get out my phone, and I have an Android. So what, I go to um, my, my search engine in, in Google Play and type in podcasts? Yep, that's all you got to do, and, man. And then what? It's uh, going to say, hey, these are podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you download, whatever, you download whatever podcast app you want to, like ones I just named. I mean, there's a million of them out there. Well, n- name a few of them again. There's. Apple Podcast, there's Google Play, there is Stitcher, and there. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you download whichever one of those you want to, right. and then I'm assuming that has a search engine and where you would put conversations with Paycheck and Red. Of course. Of Fair course. enough. Of course. <laughs> Sounds easy to me. All you got to do. All you got to do. Well, well I mean, wh- there's. There's 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 so many different topics to listen to though. I mean you got you you not only have the millions of political podcasts, you've got I mean Joe Rogan has his own podcast. Yeah, I do listen to Joe Rogan, but I listen to him on YouTube. Yeah. So I I'm I'm assuming it's kind of the same concept. Yeah, that's, that's just the yeah. of his podcast. What you're watching is his podcast. Yeah, that's his podcast. Yeah. I mean it, just about everybody has a podcast. I mean there's there are a dime a dozen, but there's political podcasts, there's um, comedy podcasts, there's paranormal podcasts, there's stand-up comedians have their own podcasts. If you want to... Sounds like you have an, an addiction to saying the word podcast. This is what, that is what this is, right? A podcast, this isn't like a radio show. No, we don't have to go for a commercial break in a minute, do we? Uh, I don't know what kind of place would sponsor something like this. Oh, dude, they're all, they're, they're all, it's, it's a whole big thing, man. It's, it's its own little niche in itself, man. So, so what is, what is this, this podcast going to be about? Is it going to be about men, two guys talking about random shit, random oh, shit like yeah. what? Oh yeah. It's just two guys. Um, not to be confused with, uh, two girls in one cup, of course, but there's two guys, <laughs> one podcast. I'm pretty sure that's already a name of one. So they're also not a sponsor, <laughs> but anyway, um, it's gonna be two guys talking about random shit. I mean, if we like want, what kind of shit? if we want random to talk shit. about what kind of shit? If we want to talk about 
I don't know, um, manscaping one day. We'll talk about that. If we want to talk about uh, the kind of beer we drink and when we like drinking beer and how we like drinking it, we'll talk about that. If we want to talk about our facial hair, we'll talk about that. If we I'm drinking right about, now. I have facial hair. I'm in there. I can, yeah. I can talk about that kind of shit. Yeah, I can too. You know why? Because I'm a guy. That's why. I'm a man. So... Yeah, but see that, that that brings us that brings us to the you know a little topic. We'll call this our first topic, I guess. Um, it's been talked about you know quite a bit, especially if you have a beard and you have friends who have beards. Topics like this get brought up about you know being a man. You know, Wayne, what do you know? Do you know? Do you know the uh, Webster's de- uh, definition of man? Um. Well, I don't have it in front of me. I left my dictionary. <laughs> you, you, you don't have your notepad stuff ready to go, man? What kind of podcast it is, is this? You don't have I'm notes? I'm the hip, man. It's the first one. The first one. Well, let me put my damn notes away then. Shit. From what I remember, when I was doing my research on the definition of man and man's place in society, the web... So well, you're par- but you're paraphrasing, of course. I, of course, I'm paraphrasing. Um, <laughs> the... Urban dictionary definition of a man is um, his role in taking care of his family and providing um, a real man. If you break it down, his real means authentic and, 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 and true, and man being an adult male. So you, you get a true, real adult man like the epitome of everything manly like he provides for his family he works hard which is providing for his family he has manly features which is facial hair he has um um the broad shoulders the cut chin you know what i mean like the the, the man's man that's what um urban dictionary says a man is now my version of what a man is is Pretty much, I mean, almost the same. I mean, my one word d- d- defines a man for me, and that would be he's a provider. That's it. Like, he provides for his family. He provides for himself, which is his good spirits and the way he cares for himself and the way he upholds himself in public. And he also provides for his family. He, so so, he so being a man has a, has a look, me, meaning uh, – uh, like I'm, I'm confused on the whole, you know, what, what, what makes a man a man? And the reason I'm confused is because it's a, it's a, uh, it's a culture, it's a culture thing. It's a, uh, it's something that is, you know, I believe that a lot of what being a man means is where you're from and how you grew up, you know, and you can you. You can you can split that up and, you know, from the south, being a man means one thing and from the north or from the Midwest or whatever, you know, being a man, it means something different. And I remember listening to Howard Stern years ago and he was talking about um, he has somebody else mow his grass. He has somebody else work on his car. So he doesn't really do the things that um, some societies would consider manly things. However, I mow, I mow my own shit. I work on my own shit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. 
So that, does that make him less of a man or does that make me more of a man? I think that's why this, this, this topic is so interesting to me is because I'm a, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man in the definition sense, but that's really all I am in, in, in my opinion. I mean, it's because, uh, well, you know, what makes... Out, though. But listen to this, though. Check this out. You've got a man, by definition, he has testicles and a penis. He has no, I do. Hair. I do have all of those. Right. And, and he has, he has facial door. hair. He has the broad shoulders, the cut chin, the whole nine yards. But he sits behind a desk and pushes a pencil. He doesn't cut his own grass. He doesn't work on his own vehicles. Is he less of a man than you, or you less of a man than him? Uh, it's all in perception. I mean, you know. I can relate to your definition of a man because I was raised, I'm Southern, I'm a little old fashioned and uh, I'm, I'm a Christian. So, you know, everything that I've been taught, everything that I've read, you know, and again, this goes to culture in my opinion, um, describes man as all the things that you, that you, you know, described as, uh, man of the house. I'm the leader of my household. I'm the leader of my pack. Um, I even, I even do quote unquote, the manly things around the house. I work on all the vehicles. I take care of all the yard work. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, you didn't answer my question though, paycheck. What? Does that man that sits behind the desk and push a pencil and wears a tie every day, is he less of a man than you or you less of a man than him? Well, again, it's it's all in perception because that guy sitting at the desk might make way more money than I do, and some people might base you know you being a man on your financial status. Right. So if somebody's basing uh, who's who's the most manliest on fi their uh, each financial situation, then right. I guess you know, he might be more manly than me. Right. Well, okay. All right. Now you're, this is a subjective answer now. So give me your subjective answer on this. Now, if you were to meet this man outside under the oak tree after school one day and get in a fight with this man and you beat his ass into the dirt, right? Who do you think society is going to say is more of the man? You or him? Yeah, probably, probably uh, me, the winner. You think? Yeah, and, and, and there would be a sense of, there would be a manliness feeling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so again, man, that's why this, this topic intrigues me because, um, and this is a touchy subject, and I'm not going to stay on it very long, but you take a, uh, a transgender male or a homosexual, I'm sorry, just a transgender or a homosexual male. Right. Do, do they feel like a man? You know what I mean? Is um, so again. That's where perception comes in. At they might feel like a gay man, but and, and, which leads to their perception of what a man is would be completely different of what a heterosexual male's perception is. You know what I mean? Right, right. Of course, of course. But a true respectable man, a man of any kind of background and well-being, is gonna. I mean, like that man that has the, the broad shoulder and he works hard and he cuts his grass and he works on his car. And, that, and this is not a cultural thing or a regional thing. 
this is what I'm talking about is just that hardworking middle class man. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a culture thing. You 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 view that as being a man's man because of but how I'm you were born. But I'm not. <laughs> me, me Right, but me personally, in my own beliefs, um, isn't isn't going to think of the the gay man any less of a man. I mean, his perception of the way he carries himself is is up to him. That's his perception of being a man, and, and my way is 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 my way of being a man. But they're two totally different perspectives, and and that and that in itself is what makes um, being a man so wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Like. Not 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 saying that being a woman is any less of a thing, but that's what makes us men is that we can respect one another's outlook on how we feel about each other. You know what I'm saying? Like there's yeah. there's different. Like obviously, you know, like I'm I'm not gonna gay bash because that's not what I'm doing, and I definitely would never ever do that because I have so much. I have gay friends, but <laughs> it's, it's the the perspective of like, you know, like I'm going to say that gay guy over there, he's feminine as hell. Like he, you know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not going to do that like at all because that's his own perspective of how he wants to carry himself. That's his way. That's, and, you know, and, and like I said, my way is cutting grass and working on my car and providing for my family and not saying that he doesn't do those things. But he just, you know, physically attracted to men. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not trying to linger on the gay subject at all. But I, I'm just, I'm just, Listen, don't tiptoe around that shit. I'm not tiptoeing around it. I'm just saying it's it's it. You, you made a good point when you say it's perspective. I mean, my wife, she thinks. I'm a man. She knows I'm a man of the house. She knows I'm a provider, and she knows that I'm going to take care of shit when it gets broke. You know what I mean? Like, and the gay man's husband or boyfriend or partner or whatever you want to call it, they're going to know that their husband, their boyfriend, their partner is also going to provide and 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 do those things. So, yeah, but when but when you say uh, provide, you know, like my wife works and I work. So so so. I, I, I originally I attacked it from a neutral place, you know, about it's all about perception or whatever. But now let me attack it from a personal standpoint. Um, I'm Southern. I'm old fashioned. Uh, I believe I am the man of the house. I'm treated as the man of the house, you know, and I remember in the past when I would have serious girlfriends, we'd talk about that and they would be thrown off by that at first. And I'd have to explain to them that, listen, I'm a little Southern. I'm a little old fashioned. Let me finish. What I mean by that is that I believe that, you know, um, I, I am somebody has to be the leader in any situation at, at work. There's got to be a leader in any kind of community organization. There's got to be a leader. You know, what I mean, there's got to be the go to guy who's responsible. Right. You know, and I, and I like I, I prefer myself to, to be under that pressure as opposed to my wife. However, my wife does work. My wife makes great money. We live very comfortably. So when when we when we say provide, that's kind of old fashioned a little bit. Like, um, and 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 I know that when you, when I when you say provide, you don't necessarily mean financially. But when uh, when when people talk about being a provider, 
you know, it's different. Times are different. Things are different. You know, uh, there's been times where I've been unemployed or, you know, I hit a rough, a rough spell or something. And, you know, the wife's income was the only thing that's coming in. So when, when we say, when we say provider, you know, that's kind of old school a little bit. It's, uh, and here, and here's a good thing about, and I'm glad we're having this conversation about men and, and what it means to be a man is my personal perspective is uh, number one, I'm the leader, you know, and I'm a Christian. So it's, it's, uh, I believe it's my responsibility of, uh, you know, leading my family to, to Christ. That's a, we won't touch on that stuff. We're going to try to stay away from politics and religion, right? We agreed on that, right? Right, right, right. Okay. So my, my job as the man of the house is to really, uh, I'd consider myself to be head of security and that's about it. Like I like to pretend like I, I run shit around here, but the truth is, is that I run shit, but the wife signs off on everything. Like I like I don't I don't just get to make decisions all willy nilly and shit. You know what I mean? So you're not one of those old fashioned woman belongs in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant kind of guys, right? No, and I'm glad you I'm glad you uh, asked that question because uh, a friend of mine that I grew up with, her name is uh, Marie. That was one of the comments she made about it's fifty fifty because, and I'm pretty sure I used to be this guy, and I and you know we all know that there's a lot of guys out there like this, but mm-hmm. he's the Beating on his chest, chest bowed out. I'm the man of the house. My wife's going to wait on me hand and foot, you know, and uh, go get him something to drink and fix his plate and all that stuff. And, yeah, I'm definitely uh, – I agree with her on that. You know, there's uh, – being a man doesn't mean that you get to just sit on your ass when you get home and do nothing. You know, makes well, if you're in a situation where both parties are working – then, you know, I'm sure that you help cook, don't you, Red? Of course. Oh, yeah. See, you see where I'm going with this? So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, times have changed. And being what a man is, it, I believe it, it changes as an individual grows. Cause I used to be that guy, cause I'm Southern and I'm old fashioned and I'm the king of the house. Right. I mean, I, I agree the king too. Of the castle. Well, I am the king of the castle, but she's the queen of this castle and I treat her accordingly. You know what I mean? So it's a a give take. Yeah. I was, I was touching on the, the comment that you made earlier about, um, being equals. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not like the alpha male. I mean, I'm, I'm the man of the house. Um, we go back to cutting grass and working on vehicles and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, but I think if you have man boobs, I don't think you can be alpha male anymore. Somebody told me that when I was in the gym, we were talking about. I'm, I'm pretty if sure you, you can still be man with man boobs. It just, you know. You, yeah, so you can be. Yes, I, I believe you can because I'm, I'm I'm a carrier of man boobs. I'm I'm a I'm a uh, owner of man boobs, so <laughs> I, I consider myself a man in that in that aspect. So, but what I'm saying yeah. is, like, uh, you know. I'm I'm the man of my house, but my wife is the woman of the house, and you know, drastic decisions are made together as as one person. We don't make drastic decisions without one another. We're equals in that in that in that manner. Um, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me let me. I want to ask you just. I want you to throw this part in there. Okay. So, true or false? When what you have, you and your wife have a dollar amount in which that if it's exceeded, a phone call must be made. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, 
if it's, I mean, I don't have to call her if I want to buy a drink at the store or if I'm purchasing, <laughs> you know, a, a sweet pair of shoes at the mall or anything like that. But if it's, if it's over, I'd say, I mean, I don't have like a set exact dollar amount, but I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred to $200. If, if I'm wanting to buy something of, of, you know, of, of that amount or if she the same, um, I would say a phone call would have to be made. I mean, that's, that's respect for the other. In, in my yeah, that's life. fair. You know what I mean? But my wife knows, you know, that, you know, if, if she sees, like if she's shopping with friends or the kids or something and she sees something that she wants, I, I don't have a problem with her getting it. You know what I mean? Like, because she works, she, she also helps provide and she deserves nice things. You know what I mean? That's, one of the um, one of the things that we agreed upon long, long time ago. You know, she deserves nice things. I deserve nice things. You know, but I, I sometimes I try to put her above myself. You know what I mean? But if I why because you're the man that you that you feel that's what you're supposed to do. I feel that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I made a. I made a pact with her in front of a preacher 18 years ago in the eyes of God and man that um, I would put her above all others. You know what 18 I mean? long years. 18 very, very long years, yeah. <laughs> and three kids. And three kids, yeah. 18 very long years and three children. But I, I made that pact in front of a preacher in God and man that I would provide for her and put her above all others. So, you know... I'll I'll make sure that she has something and my children have something before I have something. You know what I mean? Like my kids, my kids aren't spoiled by any means. They know where they come from, but they don't want for anything either. You know what I mean? Like I come from a rough childhood. I come from a very, I'm not going to say poor, but I'm going to say less than middle-class family. Um, and I wasn't able to have certain things. So I try to give my kids the things and the opportunities that I didn't have. Um, because I feel that I, I'm obligated to, you know what I mean? Because I want my children to have things and, and have the life better than, than I did. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, dude, it's, it's really, it's empowering to know that I come from that kind of background and I'm in the position that I'm in now with my wife that I can do those things. You know what I mean? Like it's empowering as a man to be able to do that. Cause my wife, she, she doesn't think that she, you know, like she gives the kids stuff before she gives her, her herself anything. You know what I mean? Like, so she has the same perspective that I do on the sharing the responsibilities of the household. You know what I'm saying? So has she ever mowed grass? Yes, she has. I'm not going to yes, say she's yeah. good at it. She mucks my grass up every time, but she has cut grass. Yes. Yeah, that's that's about the only thing that I'd prefer Jacqueline not to do. But she will work on some cars. No, my, my wife's not working on cars. My wife knows how to put gas in them and knows, <laughs> how, to, and knows how to drive them. That's about it. Well, that's a uh, – that's a um... – that's a good topic for a uh, a future broadcast about how um, how why how what makes cut grass. Well, what makes what makes a woman a woman? Yeah, 
Definitely. We'll have to get us a guest a guest host on here for that one. Yeah, uh, Jessica was talking about it, right? Jessica Gart, yeah, she was definitely talking about it. Um, she's a single mother um, who shares, who well, not shares, but who takes on the role of mother and father. So she she has a problem. I would I would assume she has a very unique uh, opinion on society's view on women and all that kind of stuff. So. That that's definitely a future topic for a podcast. Yeah, and that, that's uh that brings up you know multiple conversations about how a because uh, I I've seen it on social media where they say you know when they talk about single moms and and how they have to be both mom and dads and you know look I'm a supporter of single moms um, I'm I'm divorced so and my my ex wife is not. Um, in a serious relationship at the moment. So I guess in a sense, you could, in a sense, you could say she's a single mom, but, um, I take, uh, a, a, a small bit of offense to it just for the simple fact that I prefer her not to say that she's a single parent because, you know, I'm very involved with my kid. You know what I mean? Right. So that, that whole, single mom or single dad, you know what I mean? It's, uh, and, and that brings up the whole, you know, the dad thing again, you know, or the, the being a man thing, you know, it's, uh, when you have kids, it kind of changes what your views are on what a man is. And you, you said a bunch of important things that, you know, um, uh, are important in my life as far as, you know, my kids are concerned. I've lived on, both sides of the tracks, you know, so I didn't, all all my issues as a young male were all self-inflicted. I had good parents and everything, but Mm -hmm. uh, what I thought a man was in my twenties compared to what I think a man is in my forties is completely different. You know, in our forties, it's kind of thing that you said, I like to be able to provide for my kids, like to be able to buy stuff for my kids. In my opinion, a man is, excuse me, a, a man is somebody who, you know, uh, is there for his kids. I'm a big dad supporter. I think the dads, right. men, and shit into the stick a lot of times through the judicial system. So when, when you know, when I think now that we're now that this continue this conversation has continued, you know, being a man and think about how much it sucks being a man going through divorce through the court systems. I mean, society has pinned. Um, titles on us you know deadbeat dads and you know what i mean it's just uh as men um when it comes to being a being a dad uh we get kind of screwed from the very beginning just because we're a man yeah yeah definitely it's it's just the um it's society's view on on demand like the whole entire topic of this conversation like society has made man into a brute you know what i mean like i've known you know relationships that you know the man gets physical with the woman but then at the same time the woman gets physical with the man but it's it's always the man's fault and that's just the judicial system holding us down man you know what i'm saying like just fighting against the man you know the justice system is not for in, in my opinion and from what i've seen i'm not, I'm not speaking for 
the entire country's judicial system, but from what I've seen personally and where I've lived on the East Coast over the last 38 years, the judicial system's not for the man or the male parent in the situation sometimes. Um, it's all, you know, on, and, and some from experience, it's, it's all from, you know, the, what the woman thinks is, is how, how it's, how it should go. You know what I mean? Like I've have, I've seen friends that separate and, you know, they were really good dads and, and, and deadbeat moms, but because the mom says he's not fit to have, you know, take care of my children, then they should be with me. So the court gives the kids to the mother and they get abused. They get neglected. You know what I mean? And the father is standing there with his hands tied behind his back because the judge says he's not allowed to see his kids all because, well, the woman I, says, all because the woman says that he's not fit to, to have my kids. So, you know, it, society has a lot to do with how, or the justice system and and the judicial system, you know, they have a lot to do with how society looks at men in general. You know what I mean? On, well, on the I believe there are. Anyway. Well, I believe there are some. Um, I, I don't even know what category you'd put it in. Um, scientific or uh, bio, yeah, biological. That's it. I believe um, for the most part, and I know, you know, it varies, you know, by the individual, but I believe women, women are born with a, a, a trait, a characteristic. I believe them to be a more so of a nurturer slash coddler. You know what I mean? I think, I think that, that gene in them. So I think that, society and the judicial system i believe that they think that the children would be better off with their mother because their mother is more of the 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 coddler you know what i mean for 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 mental reasons you, you know what i mean so i i guess but whenever whenever they get you know whenever the kids get sent with the mom and they're in more of a bad way with the mom than they are the dad, but just because they're a mom and they're the nurturer and the coddler and all that, they get to go with the mom and not the dad. It doesn't seem fair to a kid to me now. I mean, I think the the justice system should investigate a little bit more and find out the, um, the background on both parties before they make a decision like that. Because like I said, I've seen instances like that where, the justice system gives custody to full custody to the mother and the father has partial custody or weekend visits or whatever you want to call it. But while they're with the mother, 95% of the time they get neglected and abused and, and, and all that, you know, whenever the father's over here standing with his hands tied behind his back because he can't do anything. There was actually a, a story I seen floating around on Facebook a couple weekends ago. I don't remember the exact city that it was in, but a um, mother and a father um, had separated. They had a child together. I don't think they were married. They were just separated. Um, uh, well, the girlfriend and her new boyfriend had this little girl. And whenever uh, she was in custody of her mother, 
she was starved, she was abused, she was beaten, neglected, and she wound up dying. And the father tried and tried and tried and tried to get custody of his daughter back, and the justice system said no, that she's in the custody of her mother and she's in good hands. And this man, I've, I've, this man is I've devastated heard. now because yeah. his girl, you know what I'm saying. So it's not all about what society thinks. It's 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 a lot to do with what the justice system the justice system thinks of what a man is as well. You know what I mean. So I think the justice system needs to do a little bit more investigating. Yeah. Hey, Red. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, we we might want to hold off on. Uh... On that that topic, you know, I'm looking at our Facebook and it's showing that uh, in the poll that we had, out of all the options for our next topic, is uh, looks like dads uh, one out beer, beards, manscaping, and masturbation. Mm-hmm. But I am going to say that we do have four four suggestions to talk about masturbation so i'm excited about that that shows that we've got just the right people listening right 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 so dads that's coming up next so we'll save some of that for for the next one yeah i was just saying as far as the justice system's perspective on men not really dads in general but just in yeah i I get it but that's that's thirty six minutes. How long how long is this podcast? I don't know. However long you want it to be, buddy. Why don't, why don't you tell them uh, again about uh, where to find us and what to do and help us keep this thing rolling? Yeah, if, uh, if any of you guys want to um, listen to us on a regular basis, um, you'd like to go to Apple Podcast or. Google Play and hit the subscribe button and make sure you get to be able to listen to us every single week. Make sure you give us five-star reviews, the whole nine yards. That puts us in rotation and keeps us featured and all that kind of good stuff. So You all know, you all know about keeping in the rotation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, don't forget about finding us on social media. Drop yeah, some topics. We're, we're on Facebook, um, Conversations with Paycheck and Red. Look it up. I'm working on the Instagram. I got to get my daughter to help me with that. But, you know, yep, yep. Instagram so, coming up. So make sure you look us up on wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, keep listening every week because it will get better and better and better. Like I said, deal with it for a little bit till we get some better equipment and we get the whole kinks and bugs worked out. This is the first one. We'll see how it goes. But, um. I think that'll probably wrap up this episode, Paycheck. What do you think? Congratulations on your first podcast, brother. Congratulations to you as well, brother. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. Love you too, brother. Later. See you next week. See you.